Ronald Reagan, originally an American actor and politician, became the 40th President of the United States, serving from 1981 to 1989. His term saw a restoration of prosperity at home with the goal of achieving peace through strength abroad. At the end of his two terms in office, Ronald Reagan viewed with satisfaction the achievements of his innovative programs known as the Reagan Revolution, which aimed to energize the American people and reduce their reliance upon government. He felt he had fulfilled his campaign pledge of 1980 to restore the great, confident roar of the American progress and growth and optimism. I may see your host of The War on Report. On this episode, we will discuss the greatness of former President Ronald Reagan and how his faith led him to provide the leadership to America to overcome a worldwide communist threat from the Soviet Union. We will discuss this in detail after a word from our sponsor. Ronald Reagan was baptized at 11 years old. After he rose from the baptism waters, the pastor said, Arise and walk in the newness of faith. Ron said he was called at that moment when I invited Christ into my life. Ronald then began to develop communication skills speaking in a church. Ron began acting in his church, and a local newspaper said that at age 13 he captivated the audience by his one-act dramatic reading. At 15 he began teaching Sunday school and continued to do so until he went to college. As a young actor in Hollywood, Reagan joined a local church. Reagan later said that he loved what Jesus said. You are a light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hid. Later, he would speak of America as a shining city upon a hill. After he married actress Nancy Reagan, they attended church together. Reagan had another awakening after a reverend suggested that in an after-dinner speech that he should add communism to his speech, blasting Nazism and fascism. This would shape Ronald Reagan's faith as a metric to take on the Soviet Union. This carried him throughout his very successful Hollywood acting career. Reagan's acting career began in 1937 when he was contracted with Warner Brothers. From his absence during World War II, Reagan would make the most of his movies with Warner Brothers. With the studio, he starred in such films as Dark Victory, Nut Rock, All-American, and King's Row, which was nominated for the Academy Award for Best Picture in 1943. He would retire from acting in 1965 after starring in over 60 motion pictures and multiple television shows. His next role saw him take on the Screen Actors Guild as their new president. As their president, Reagan became embroiled in disputes over the issues of communism in the film industry. His political views shifted from liberal to conservative. He toured the country as a television host, becoming a spokesman for conservatism. In 1966, he was elected governor of California by a margin of a million votes. He was re-elected in 1970. Eventually, Reagan came to see that the Hollywood left was naive about communism and its dangers. He believed that God wanted people to be free. He believed in the inalienable rights that John Locke and Thomas Jefferson described, the right to life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Any ideas against those basic freedoms were unbiblical. As a result, Reagan was concerned that the Russian people who were held captive by an atheistic, oppressive ideology. Through this, President Reagan initiated the Reagan Doctrine to combat the dangers of Karl Marx's ideology that had come into reality in the form of Communist Russia or the USSR. The Reagan Doctrine was a strategy implemented by the U.S. intended to eradicate communism 
and end the Cold War with the Soviet Union. Throughout Reagan's two terms in office from 1981 to 1989 and extending to the end of the Cold War in 1991, the Reagan Doctrine was a focal point of the U.S. foreign policy. By reversing several aspects of the policy with the Soviet Union, developed during the Jimmy Carter administration, the Reagan Doctrine represented an escalation of the Cold War. For 40 years, the United States and the West had been following a policy of containment. Ronald Reagan decided it was time to stop playing for a tie and seek victory in the Cold War. From his first week in office, President Reagan went on the offensive against the Soviet Union. In his first presidential news conference, Reagan denounced the Soviet leadership as still dedicated to world revolution and a one-world socialist communist state. The establishment was appalled at what it called saber-rattling and uniformed analysis. Harvard intellectuals like Arthur Schlesenberger Jr. and John Kenneth Gaributh insisted that the Soviet Union was economically strong and militarily powerful. The only responsible policy was a continuation of peace leading at the same future in time a convergence between communism and democracy. Reagan did not agree. Reagan was an effective communicator of conservative ideas, but he was also an enormously practical politician who was committed to success. The welfare bill that was signal achievement of Reagan's second term as governor of California, the reform that salvaged Social Security for a generation during his first term as president, and the tax overhaul of his second presidential term were bipartisan compromises defying liberal or conservative labels. In the tradition of American populists, Reagan ran for office as an outsider who was determined to restore traditional values. In fact, he was a master politician who expanded the reach of his party at home and pursued his vision of a nuclear-free world abroad. In the eulogy, Bush spoke of how Reagan responded to the assassination attempt of his life shortly after he took office in 1981 and then to the onset of Alzheimer's disease in 1994. In both these trials, Bush said, he showed how a man so enchanted by life can be at peace with his life's end. And where does that strength come from? Where is that courage learned? It is the faith of a boy who read the Bible with his mom. It is the faith of a man lying in an operating room who prayed for the one who shot him before he prayed for himself. It is the faith of a man with a fearful illness who waited on the Lord to call him home. The Warren Report wanted to present Ronald Reagan's life as a faithful servant to God who applied those ideals in his fight against communism, which we were victorious. These same tactics need to be used once more as we fight Karl Marx's ideology, but this time on American soil. We're fighting for the hopes, freedoms, and dreams of this and future generations. This is our greatest struggle since World War II. It can only be defeated through faithfulness to God and applying those morals and values to overcome this grave threat. This will bring us to the end of the episode. Our nation is being overwhelmed by the socialist progressive movement as shown on this podcast. Now is not the time to sit on the sideline and allow this destructive movement to succeed. We must get active and do our part to ensure faith, family, freedom, and our nation overcomes the bombardment from this progressive socialist movement. The keys are to get active in your community to ensure this ideology does not gain control in your city council 
or school boards. Vote against all candidates who align with this movement. And finally, inform and educate your family and neighbors to this destructive movement. I want to thank you all for listening to the War on Report. Remember, know the challenge, stay informed, and always vote for freedom.